Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Duval Till We Pod. My name is Daniel Griffiths. With me, as always, JC. How are you, my friend? I'm doing absolutely fantastic, and I am super excited to be back with you finally. I feel like it's been forever since we've gotten to not only chat, but actually, you know, lay something, lay a track down here on the Duval Till We Pod. And I'm ready to make people angry with this week's episode. So b- before we get into it, I, uh, I, I will let you guys know what happened. I... Uh, Recently had surgery a little over two weeks now, um, so I was recovering with that. It was pretty hard for me to sit for a little bit, um, so doing you know uh, an hour-long episode would have been uh, very uncomfortable for me, uh, so I've, I've had a pillow under me for, for about two weeks straight now, but uh, doing well, coverage going well, so I uh, figured that uh, today you know I, I would be able to, uh, to knock out a podcast with JC here, but uh, as he mentioned, we got a fun one. Um, might get a little heated. We do not know each other's lists, but uh, we both rank the top 32 day one starters, presumed day one starters, uh, at quarterback for the NFL. Uh, 32 to one. Uh, so we'll see how close we are. Um, you know, it may be the same and it, it may be pretty redundant, but uh, hopefully we have some differences and get, and get, to, get to discuss some things. So uh, without th- further ado, do you want to start out with your 32? Well, before we get into that we need to mention that there are some some parameters here uh we ranked for the cleveland situation we decided to go with jacoby Brissett instead of deshaun watson just because we're presuming week one starters we don't know how long he could be out he could um, be out a year he could be yeah. out two years uh, i don't think it'll be two years and of course after both of us had our list completed baker mayfield gets traded today <laughs> to the carolina panthers so we are also presuming that baker will win that job uh, so both of us removed Sam Darnold from our list. Uh, we have Jimmy um, G in San Francisco. We have and, Jimmy G in San Francisco. Mariota in uh, Atlanta and Trubisky. And, and Drew Locke in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, so I think so. Parameters are yeah. I think I, I think everybody else is pretty straightforward. All right. So I'll get things going. My number thirty-two. Uh, you know, quote unquote. You know, worst starting quarterback is Daniel Jones of the Giants. Yeah, and he, he's somebody that has led the NFL in turnovers for uh, since, since he came into the league. Um, you know, that's uh, I'm interested to see where they go um, with him at quarterback in New York, uh, but uh, he's he's not someone that I have much higher. My my number thirty two is Drew Locke. Um, I love Locke coming out of Missouri, um, and not like first round love, but I, I I was intrigued with him. Um, and he he does have the arm talent to make some plays, but uh, it's it, he he's simply just not talented and consistent enough to to be a uh, starter starting caliber NFL quarterback. Yeah, and uh, so for me, thirty one, I have Drew Locke. Uh, you know, a lot of things. I totally agree with everything. Every point you just made. Um, Arm talent is there. There's no question at all. He's got an absolute cannon. I was watching some film recently of him at Missouri, you know, and it's, it's just fun. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Fun. It's beautiful. It was a great offense for him, too. Um, but, you know, he's going to have a tough road. San Francisco uh, – I'm sorry, not San Francisco. Seattle is in a division with San Francisco, who they have a little bit of quarterback questions. But oh, good um, the, other, the other two teams have, you know, top ten level quarterbacks in Kyler Murray and Matthew Stafford. Uh, you also have the Super Bowl champions in your division, so that's not going to be easy on Drew. Uh, so he's my 31. 
Yeah, 31, I got I, I got Jets quarterback, Zach Wilson. Um, you know, I, I, I think that Zach Wilson can develop into a quality NFL starter. We just didn't really get to – between his injury and the Jets really struggled last year, and he struggled as well. We didn't get to see a whole lot of what he can do there. Um, not dissimilarly to Trevor Lawrence, um, but I, I think Trevor did put, uh, you know, a lot more uh, – quality product on the field for the Jaguars. He made some really nice throws. Um, so I've got him, you know, n- notably higher, but uh, I-, I think Zach Wilson is someone that Jets fans can still have hope with. Um, but at the moment, he he just hasn't had the opportunity or sees the opportunity uh, opportunities that he's been given. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not big on Zach Wilson either. Uh, he'll be in my rankings here coming up uh, for 30. I put who we assume will be the week one starter for the Cleveland Browns, uh, and that's Jacoby Brissett. Uh, You know, Jacoby's bounced around a little bit now in the NFL. You know, he was in New England, uh, you know, and then he was in Indianapolis, you know, Miami. You know, he's he's bounced bounced around a couple of different places. Um, He's a quality NFL quarterback, you know, not starting quarterback, but Jacoby is a quality NFL quarterback. He's a good backup to have. He's a great backup. you know, and he and he's proven that he can win games. Uh, you know, not a ton, but he can win games. Um, I love the fact that Carolina and Cleveland play week one. Oh, I didn't uh, know that's fun. They do, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I have Jacoby number 30. Um, you know, he's – Cleveland knew what they were getting into when they signed Deshaun Watson to a huge deal with guarantee, a lot of guaranteed money. They knew what they were doing when they traded Baker Mayfield today. Uh, so they obviously have some confidence in Jacoby to being able to at least keep them relevant until Deshaun returns. They're going to lean heavily on a strong run game and a good defense. Um, but I have him at 30. I also have Jacoby Brissett at 30. Um, you know, so for similar reasons, as you said, I, I think he's a, he's a quality NFL quarterback, uh, especially for a backup. I think he's a good guy to have in the room. Um, but he, he's just simply isn't, isn't good enough to win you games just by himself. Uh, he's not going to be the reason you win games. For 29, I have Steelers quarterback Mitch Trubisky. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a chance, obviously, that Kenny Pickett could win that job. Uh, but I think that Tomlin is going to do his best to, uh, you know, kind of bring Kenny along slowly. He's not one of these guys that I think was drafted to be a franchise savior. Um, so I have Mitch Trubisky. Uh, look, Mitch, Mitch has talent. Um, he's got to overcome a stigma that was put on him playing for a really bad Bears team. Uh, so uh, we'll see. He's got obviously a lot of talent. He's going to have a good team around him because Mike Tomlin is an incredible football coach. So I have Mitch Trubisky at 29. I believe Mitch Trubisky has a winning record as a quarterback, actually. I think he does. I believe. Yeah. Um, So that's a fun fact there. You know, obviously he can win games. He won in Chicago, uh, which definitely isn't the the easiest place to win at. Um, But he's, he's certainly less talented than than most of the guys uh, that we have above him. I I think that most would agree, um, you know, even Pittsburgh fans who might have a a little more hope for him this year than, than maybe we do. Um, I've got him a little bit higher though. Uh, At 29, I've got Daniel Jones. You know, you mentioned uh, that he was your, he was last on your list. Uh, you know, I mentioned I mentioned the turnovers. It's been a real problem for them. Uh, last year, uh, Kadarius Tony and Kenny Galladay both had zero touchdowns, I believe, uh, which is wild to me. I'm not really sure what the Giants are, are doing offensively with Daniel Jones, but uh, 
they got they got to score more points and move the football if uh, if he wants to be higher on this list next, come next year or not be replaced because uh, you know they just got a new GM and a head coach. All right, so moving on for me, twenty eight. Uh, I have Zach Wilson uh, from the Jets. Um, you know, a guy who honestly uh, had the Jaguars won, you know, three or four more games a couple of years ago might be a guy that we were looking at taking. Um, now, I know that had we not taken Trevor Lawrence one, say we picked two, um, that probably Justin Fields would have been our quarterback because of his connection with Urban Meyer over a guy like Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's a really good athlete. Um, I just don't see it. I do not see a really a blueprint for long-term success for him. Uh, I think he was kind of a gimmicky quarterback at BYU, and I just I, – I don't see it. I don't think that he really projects, in my opinion, to be a really good starter. So that's why I have him at the in the bottom five of my list. Sure, yeah, and, and – uh... Well, after we do the bottom five here, we'll we'll, uh, we'll speed it up until we get to our beloved Trevor Lawrence, uh, and then after that, we can we can kind of race to the top top ten or so, because uh, we'll be here all night discussing quarterbacks if we keep at this pace. Uh, but at, at twenty eight, I have Davis Mills. Um, you know, I was really encouraged by Davis Mills. He didn't play a whole lot at Stanford, and he was kind of a guy that uh, you know showed up in the middle of of draft season. And everyone was like, okay, who's this guy? And he, he played decently well at Stanford. We just didn't have many, uh, many games to look at from him. And uh, he got the opportunity to start uh, pretty, much, pretty much right away after, after, Tyrod, uh, after he replaced Tyrod. But, uh, you know, he played, uh, aside from Mac Jones, he played as well as any quarterback, any rookie quarterback uh, last year. Uh, you know, he, he uh, did – fairly well against the Jaguars and uh he won a he won a very bad Texas team uh Texas team some, some games uh so he, he's my 28 but uh if you want to run uh 27 to 21 or 20 27 to 20. All right so uh really quick so 27 for me is Jared Goff uh 26 Davis Mills 25 Carson Wentz uh, 24, Marcus Mariota. So, yes, I have Marcus Mariota ahead of eight other NFL starting quarterbacks because I'm just that much of a believer in his uh, talent level in the right situation. Um, I have Jimmy Garoppolo at 23. I have Tua at 22. Uh, Justin Fields at 21. And then at 20, Mr. Trevor Lawrence. All right. And I'll go for mine. 27, I got Jimmy G. 26, I have Mitch Trubisky. 25, Jared Goff. 24, Justin Fields. 23, Marcus Mariota. 22, Tua Tungavailoa. And 21, one spot lower than UJC, Trevor Lawrence. So we have, we have them pretty much about the same spot, 2021. 20, um, you know, if, if Deshaun Watson's on this list, uh, you know, Trevor's 22 for me, obviously. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's a fair assessment of, of where Trevor Lawrence is in, in his career right now. You know, we, it's, it's hard to have him much higher on the list simply because, I mean, if we're being honest, we saw uh, 30, like, good, great throws from him last year. We didn't get 
you know, the, the Jaguars offense was so stagnant for so much of last year that we didn't get, a, we didn't get a lot of opportunities to see Trevor Lawrence in good situations and, and have him make some plays for us. Um, you know, the Miami game is memorable. That was a really good game for him. Um, obviously the last game of the season against the Colts, he, he, uh, you know, did very well, uh, had some nice throws against the Jets. Bengals um, too. Yep. Yep. Um, but for the middle, the middle part of the season, it was pretty rough there. Uh, you know, that Buffalo game was God awful. I know Buffalo's very good team. Um, but, uh, both, both offenses struggled, um, that, that day. Uh, but you know, there's, there's plenty of, plenty of times the Jaguars just couldn't get anything going and it's hard to, it's hard to rank Trevor Lawrence higher than what we did when we simply haven't seen it. And we've seen it from other guys. You know, you talk about, you talk about a low end starter, uh, you know, say Jameis Winston, right? Jameis Winston led the NFL in, in touchdowns and passing yards. Um, and if he, if he, he may have been second or third, but he was up there. I, I'm pretty sure he led the NFL in touchdowns and, and interceptions um, when he had that year in, in Tampa Bay. But we've just seen a lot more quality NFL throws and production from a guy like Jameis Winston than, than we have from, say, Trevor Lawrence. And, and that's why I ultimately have Winston higher on the list than Trevor Lawrence. But we just simply haven't seen it yet. I'm very encouraged. I still think he's he's going to be, you know, a top 10 quarterback in the NFL and hopefully next year, probably in, in three or four years. But, uh, you know, I, I think the future's bright, um, but the, the present is, is pretty dim right now. Yeah, and we're definitely, you know, we're – you know, unashamedly Jaguars fans, the both of us, um, we're not ranking this based on talent. I mean, if we're ranking it based on just pure talent, Trevor's obviously a lot higher. Um, but we have to see production. Uh, and there was a lot of things that weren't Trevor's fault in 2021, but there was a good bit that was Trevor's fault. Um, you know, and so I think that no quarterback will be more impacted by a head coach switch than the Jaguars this year. Um, I think Trevor is going to flourish under Doug Peterson. I think it was – I would have loved Byron Leftwich, but I think Doug, as far as if you're talking about quote-unquote consolation prizes in a head coach search, um, I mean, he's a quarterback whisperer. Look at the quarterbacks Doug Peterson's played with. Look at the quarterbacks he's coached. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's a resume that not many can match when it comes to the quarterback associations he has. Uh, so I think that uh, – I think that we're going to see him much higher on this list a year from now. Sure. You want to, uh, you want to roll 20 to 10? All right. 20 to 10. Well, 19 to 10 for me. Uh, yeah. 19. I had Ryan Tannehill. Um, he consistently slips back on my list as the years progress. He's, he's um, actually, uh, he's a few notches higher for me. Uh, I have Jalen Hurts at 18. Uh, I have Baker Mayfield of the Carolina Panthers at 17. It's going to take some getting used to. Um, I have Jameis Winston, 16, of the Saints. I have Matt Ryan of the Colts, another thing that will take some getting used to, uh, at 15. Uh, I have Mac Jones of the Patriots at 14. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 13. Um, Derek Carr at 12. And Russell Wilson at 11. And that takes me to the top 10. Okay. Yeah, and and when we post this on on, uh, on social media, we'll uh, we'll put our lists probably in the comments just so uh, just so, so just so they could see it uh, with their eyes as well. 
Um, and be mean to us on Twitter. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's, you know, I love starting Twitter fights. I don't. Uh, so number 20, I got Carson Wentz, one notch higher than Trevor Lawrence. Obviously Trevor performed better than him in the last game of the season, but uh, you've just, you, you've had more looks at Carson Wentz being an elite quarterback than you have Trevor Lawrence simply because of opportunities this far, you know, Carson Wentz can make some ugly mistakes, but uh, you know, even in his bad years, you know, you, you look at like last year, you go look at Carson Wentz's stats for Indy last year. They're pretty good. Um, you know, he's, he's a guy that, that can win you some games. Uh, he's not the reason you're going to win games. Generally speaking, he can. And like you said, with Trevor Lawrence, you're talking about talent. Carson Wentz has all the talent in the world. Um, you know, he, he's just got to figure it out mentally and, and he'll be in good shape. Uh, we'll see if that happens, but, uh, you know, he's a guy that, that Doug Peterson got to work with a good bit. Um, so we'll see if the new situation in Washington helps him. They do have some pretty good receivers. Um, that roster is better than their record usually indicates. Uh, so we'll see how that goes for him. Uh, 19, I've got Jameis Winston. 18, Mac Jones. 17, Jalen Hurts. 16, Baker Mayfield. Um, and I, I'll, uh, I'm going to take a, a short pit stop here with Jay, uh, Baker Mayfield. You know, I, I tweeted earlier today that people are complaining uh, or, or criticizing Baker Mayfield for being a terrible quarterback. But when you sit down and look at the quarterbacks in the NFL, he's a quality starting NFL quarterback. Um, you know, he had the injury last year with his shoulder. But, uh, you know, generally speaking, Baker Mayfield's a guy that, you know, he can win you some games. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, he, he's the reason you win games. He, he's, uh, you know, I, I think that he gets compared to guys like Sam Darnold, Mitch Trubisky, and I think he's, or Jared Goff. I think he's, he's uh, noticeably better than those guys. Um, so he's 16 for me. 15 is Ryan Tannehill. Uh, kind of similar to, to a guy like Carson Wentz or Jameis Winston, where they've kind of had up and down careers. Um, you know, Tannehill isn't asked to do as much with Tennessee simply because their rushing offense is so strong. At the same time, Tennessee was the number one seed in the AFC last year without Derrick Henry for a good portion of the season. Uh, you know, he's, he's not uh, as talented as Carson Wentz or Trevor Lawrence, and he doesn't, uh, he, he's not as statistically uh, productive as some other guys that are higher on the list, but He's a guy that has helped Tennessee really be a, uh, a perennial playoff contender for the last few years. Uh, after him, I got Matt Ryan. We'll see how he does in Indy. Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson. All right, so we are both up to our top ten. Are they the same? I think they are. Uh, so we will now – I think we should go dueling top ten. So I'll give ten, you give ten, I give nine, sure. and we'll just – we'll go it down from there. At ten, I have Kyler Murray. As do I. Yep. Uh, Kyler Murray is uber talented. If Kyler Murray was 6'5", Jesus Christ. Like, could you imagine how the narrative around him would be different oh, God. if, he was, if yeah. he was built like Patrick Mahomes? He, he gets in his way a little bit. Um, well, he Pat, does. I mean, it, Pat's not that he has pers- Yeah, he's, well, I'm saying just – uh, Yeah, if, if he was above six foot. I think a lot of – Kyler does have some perception around him that maybe some of his struggles are self-inflicted. Um, but, you know, as far as just on the field, Talent, you know. Yeah. There's no one in the NFL like him, you know. Athlete. And, and we can say that similarly with Lamar Jackson. Uh, but there's some – there. Uh, I think Kyler – I think Kyler is 
the better passer. Um, I think I think he's got a, a stronger arm. Um, you know, I, I think he's got. Uh, you could go back and forth, and, and I'm going to get. Uh, I'm going to get to Lamar here in a second, but uh, you know, there there are two guys that are extremely talented athletically. Um, but uh, you know, Kyler, Kyler Murray's a guy that uh, if he can if he could get out of his own way at some points, and, and some of it some of it's not self inflicted, and he gets bad rap for some of it, but some of it is self inflicted. Um, you know, if he if he can if he can figure out how to take this Arizona Cardinals team to the next level, and I think he can. He has as much talent as anyone on this list. Um, you know, that there's a reason that he was drafted top ten in two sports. Uh, dude throws like 95 miles an hour and he runs a four three. Uh, so it's, it's not many guys that are, that are more talented than Kyler Murray. Um, but he can definitely, he's a guy that definitely can be much higher on this list in three, four years. All right. So number nine, I have uh Dak Prescott. Okay. Louisiana, have, Louisiana native. I have Lamar Jackson. So I got Kyler and Lamar kind of in the same meld. Um, you know, I'm, I'm holding out hope for Lamar. Last year wasn't very promising because he was injured for a lot of it. I'm seeing – I'm wondering how he's going to bounce back. Uh, so, we'll see. But uh, definitely, even when he was playing, didn't look like his uh, previous MVP form. Yeah. Uh, so, for me, number eight, I have Matthew Stafford. I don't know him. <laughs> Super, uh, Bowl, Matthew Super Sta- Bowl winning quarterback, Matt Stafford. Matthew Stafford was a guy who, um, you know – always played pretty well in Detroit, Um, you know, had really good years. Um, It took him getting a change of scenery to be able to finally reach his pinnacle, his big moment, you know, in his career. Um, And I don't think he's done. You know, I think he'll defend that crown uh, pretty well this year. I think the Rams obviously will be right back in the conversation uh, to win the whole thing again. Um, I'm pretty sure you'll see OBJ at some point in August sign back with them for like no money just because he wants to, run it back and maybe finish what he started. Um, so they'll have Allen Robinson, Cooper, Van Jefferson, and Odell Beckham <laughs> to throw to. Uh, so um, as far as like supporting cast, if the Rams do sign OBJ back, I don't think really many quarterbacks have a better supporting cast than Stafford. Um, but, you know, you still got to make the throws and he does, um, you know, and he was a guy that you admire because of his loyalty to Detroit for all those years. And actually, as much as I dislike the Rams, seeing him win uh, and seeing Andrew Whitworth go out with the Super Bowl for me were two really cool things. He's an easy guy um, to root for. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, so I have Stafford number eight. Uh, I have Joe Burrow at number eight. Um, <laughs> listen, uh, you know, I, I uh, next year I hope to have Joe Burrow a lot higher. Um, Cincinnati had such a unorthodox offense last year. I'm interested to see if they can repeat that. Similarly to, to Jacksonville's 2017 defense, um, you know, statistically it's not it's, – it's essentially impossible to replicate um, how explosive that offense was. It was predicated on huge plays. Uh, so I, I, I'm interested to see if they take a step back. If they don't, Joe Burrow is going to be a lot higher for oh, – I say a lot. I mean, these are really good guys above him. But, uh, you know, I, I will think more favorably of him after this year if they can come close to replicating what they did last year because that was phenomenal. I just need to see more of Joe Burrow at that level uh, to, to put him higher than some of these guys that have been doing it for a decade, decade and a half. 
Yeah, and I think that's a great comparison because when you think of the swagger that, you know, Jamar Chase, you know, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, those guys played with, it does remind you a little bit of Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Boye, you know, uh, you know, Barry Church, those guys, Sean Gibson, Aaron Colvin, like the, the way they carried themselves, you know, it does kind of have that feel. Uh, and, you know, Burrow, as you know, has got more swagger than just about anybody in the NFL as far him, as him he carries himself. Right yeah, for and sure. Baker. Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll root for Burrow till the day I die for what he did for LSU. And so, um, as long think, as he's consistently mentioned in the top ten, I'm, I'm going to be a happy camper. I, I think they take a, t- a step back. Uh, I'm just interested to see how big that step back is. Well, their, their division is going to continue to be a tough one. Yeah, and Lamar Jackson, you assume, is back healthy and plays and the entire season. Deshaun Watson at some point will return also. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's going to have uh, – you know, probably worst situation with Mitch Trubisky there. Not that Big Ben was any anything remotely uh, what we have seen from Big Ben in the last two decades. But, uh, but yeah, I, uh, you know, I have a lot of hope for Joe Burrow. I think he'll do very well next year. Uh, I, I just need another another 17 games from him. Yeah. Uh, so, at number seven, I have my co-host's favorite quarterback in the entire NFL, Justin Herbert of the Chargers. Uh, You're going to make you know, me just, actually like Justin Herbert. <laughs> Justin Herbert uh, is a freak at the quarterback position. Arm talent out of this world. There's not many that can throw a better ball. Um, he plays for a offense that is really, really good at the receiver position. Uh, he plays for a team who now already had a good defense and then made Not it better. even better. They did um, a really good a, job in offseason. You had, you had Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson to a defense that was already really good. Um, the Chargers are scary, uh, and I think that that defense is going to make Justin Herbert even better because he's going to have more opportunities. Uh, J.C. Jackson has more interceptions, you know, in the last three years than any other player in football. He has 22, I think, interceptions in the last three seasons. So he is going to continue to give Justin Herbert extra possessions. Um, and I don't think we've even gotten close to seeing Justin's best. Uh, which is Tre- scary. Justin Herbert is um, what you hope Trevor Lawrence becomes. Yeah, and I think Herbert and Burrow in the next Herbert and Burrow in the next two three years are going to be really pushing those Mahomes type guys at the top for the conversation of best quarterback. Um, not just like arm talent, but I'm talking about just like when you talk about who's the best quarterback. Guys like Herbert and Bo- Burrow are really, I think, in the next few years, going to start really pushing yeah. you know, those, those top tier guys. Burrow's got an uphill climb because, uh, I mean, no offense to him, but, uh, you know, he's certainly not as talented physically as Pat Mahomes or, or Justin Herbert. But, uh, you know, Tom Brady is also probably would be in the latter teens for for talented quarterbacks physically. You know, he's certainly not mobile, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, if, if Joe Burrow can, can figure out how to continue to win games and, and like he has been, with Cincinnati, uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be pretty undeniable to to not have them up there with those guys after Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers ultimately retire. Uh, number seven for me, Dak Prescott. Uh, you know, uh, I I I would like to have Burrow above Dak next year, uh, but Dak's just simply had more for me to look at and be like, all right, this dude's this dude's really good. Um, you know, a lot of Dallas Cowboys fans don't like don't like Dak Prescott. A lot do, um, but that's kind of that's kind of the, the the Cowboys, uh, 
you know, Cowboys Cowboys fans have the most unrealistic expectations. Never can be a team in sports. Yeah, yeah. Dak, Dak Prescott's um, third round pick, and this dude. I, w- I would like to remind the Cowboys of the Quincy Carter years. I could argue he's the best quarterback. Uh, we could we could go Tony Romo, but you know, I could argue that he may finish. I'll take that. Yeah, I could argue that he's the second best. He's going to finish his career as the second best Cowboys quarterback ever. He'll probably be third in most people's eyes behind Stallback and Aikman. Yeah, screw Aikman. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, so like Dak's another guy with Louisiana ties. Really, you know, I, uh, I competed against him. Luckily, only in seven on seven in high school. Never had to compete against him in a game because trying to t- sucked. Uh, but you know, he, he's incredibly talented. You know. Uh, they've made a huge investment financially in their run game, uh, you know. So, um, you know, Dak's got to have a big comeback year. Uh, you know, he had the injury; he was able to come back last year, play really well. Uh, but then his what he's got to come back from is how his team went out last year. Um, you know, he's got to be able to flush that and you know bring his team back to a position to where you know this year they had every opportunity to win a playoff game, uh, and you know, fell apart for him right there at the end. Uh, so Dak definitely deserves to be in the top 10. I mean, that's why we both have him there. Uh, and he's a guy that I think still hasn't really played his best ball yet. I agree. Um, you know, he's, he's not a guy that's going to wow you with arm talent. Um, as, as opposed, he's got a good arm. I'm not, I'm not saying that. It's, he's just not like Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Justin Herbert, where these dudes have like – uh, generational lasers. Um, it's it's almost to the point now where there there cannot be a generational laser because all these dudes' arms are just so good. Uh, you know, Allen and Herbert's arms are about as good as it can get. Um, you know, I know I know that. Uh, and Pat Mahomes, through, I believe, in the '90s in high school baseball. Um, yeah, he was a three sport athlete. So it's uh, you know it gets tough up here. Uh, but uh, who got it six? At six, I have my guy, uh, Joe freaking Burrow. Uh, Who? You know, that. the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, you know, Joe, Joe Burrow is, you know, my favorite college football player of all time. Uh, he uh, dethroned Vince Young. Vince Young was my guy for the longest time uh, as favorite college athlete, you know, football player of all time. Um, Joe Burrow is incredible. Uh, I could talk – for hours about how much I love Joe Burrow. He has. Uh, but I'm an LSU fan, and I have. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think Joe's a guy who, for the next decade, we will see in the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL consistently. Um, Cincinnati's not letting him go anywhere, and they're also never going to let J- uh, Jamar Chase go anywhere. Jamar Chase will get his sixth-year option picked up. Jamar Chase franchise tag twice if he doesn't want to resign, And so he's not going anywhere, so he's going to have his favorite target. Um, I just think Joe Burrow's got everything you're looking for in a quarterback. He doesn't have the arm uh, that Herbert and those guys have, but he's got, and me and you have talked about it, he's got that moxie and swagger that not many quarter. To me, he's got Tom Brady-level swagger, not talent. He's not going to win seven Super Bowls. I'm just saying as far as the way he takes the field is Brady-like, and I think most people would agree with that. Um, and so I think that he's a guy who's going to continue to shine. It was super hard for me to not put him in my top five because I love him so much, but I had to be, you know, honest with myself and leave him out for now. So, um, but, but best believe next July when we make, when we do this again, Joe Burrow is going to be in that top five. You better hope, you better hope Rogers retires. <laughs> or I'm sorry, Brady. Brady's got to eventually, huh? Maybe. 
this dude's just going to be Yoda here in a few years. Like they're they're going to roll him out in a wheelchair. He's going to get up and he's going to be a force ghost. Down. He's going to be a force <laughs> ghost winning Super Bowls. Uh, number six, I've got Matt Stafford. Um, similarly, similarly, similarly to to what I what I said about Dak Prescott. You know, uh, a lot of the guys uh, lower are just not. We haven't seen it from them. We've seen Matt Stafford be a top ten quarterback for the last thirteen years. 14 years. Dude's, dude's outstanding. Um, you know, he's everything that you want in a quarterback. He's fantastic locker room guy. He's got the arm. Um, you know, he's not as mobile as like Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray, but you know, he, he's a guy that can lead your team and, and lead your team to a Super Bowl. And he did that. Um, you know, he's coming off of a Super Bowl win. He performed very well in it, uh, as did Joe Burrow. Um, but I, I think Matthew Stafford is, uh, you know, he, he's playing as good as he has. Uh, I, I'm especially grateful considering that he had that nasty, uh, nasty spinal injury. So I'm glad that he's, you know, he, he came back from that as playing well. Um, and, uh, you know, I wish all the best for Matt Stafford. He's a really good quarterback and he, he's what you want Trevor Lawrence to be for Jacksonville. Um, you know, he may, he may be like Matt Stafford and never lead you to a Super Bowl because statistically the Jaguars are not that kind of team. Hopefully he can, um, but you know, if, if math, if Trevor Lawrence ultimately turns into Matthew Stafford, I'll, I'll take that a hundred times out of a hundred. Uh, he's a fantastic quarterback and he's what you want in a franchise leader. If Trevor Lawrence becomes Matthew Stafford, he's the best quarterback in franchise history by oh, a long, without a doubt. long yeah. shot. So I'll take that huge. If we have to 13 years with Trevor and to finally win a Super Bowl, bring it on. Yeah. Or, or uh, Matt Ryan, you know, I'll, uh, either of those guys. If he's, up. if he's anything, if, if the way we're building our defense, and I don't want to get off on a Jaguars tangent, even though this is a Jaguars podcast, but uh, if we continue to build our defense the way I think we're building it, all Trevor has to be is a top 13 quarterback. Yeah, Derek Carr. Kirk and Cousins. we're fine. And we're fine. Yeah. Um. All right, so we're here now. Top we're five. In the top, we're in the top five. Our top five will look a little bit different because you already mentioned one of my top five previously. You have as uh, well. I, I know our top four will be uh, the same. Maybe. Um, in different order. Maybe. Uh, I, do I, have, I have Lamar Jackson at five. Wow. Uh, former MVP. Uh, he, to me, he just does everything so well. Uh, you know, obviously he's, he's the best athlete in the NFL at quarterback. Um, his arm talent, I think, is underappreciated because it's not what he's looked at to do first. Mm-hmm. Um, People told him he should enter the league as a receiver, and he's already won an MVP at quarterback in just a few years. Um, he has silenced every doubter. Now, granted, does he still have them? Absolutely, because it's the NFL, and people get paid to just doubt players and talk about it on television. Yeah, I saw somebody um, arguing two is better than Pat Mahomes. So, yeah. Was that to his mom or dad? Uh, uh, <laughs> so – you know, Lamar Jackson, to me, with the kind of quarterback that I like to watch play, does checks all the boxes. Um, you know, he's mobile. He's got a good arm. Um, he can keep plays alive. You know, he's, he's just unbelievable to watch. And, and he seems from all – everything we know, he seems like a really good dude. Um, I don't think we've ever really heard any drama from Lamar as far as, like, off-the-field issues. Yeah, from all um, I know, he's a good guy. No, you know, um, he was so fun to watch at Louisville. God, so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been fun to watch. And I think he'll, um, he'll continue to have success. I really hope 
you know, I don't really want to root for many AFC teams, but I really hope he has a bounce back here just because he's an easy guy to root for. So I have him in my top five just because he checks all my boxes and I'm just a big fan. Yeah, I've got him a little bit lower just because we haven't seen MVP Lamar Jackson in a little while now. Um, you know, you mentioned in college, he was so fun to watch in college. And I, I uh, you know, I, I gave him a second round grade, which I think is fair. Uh, you know, he, uh, my biggest problem with him in college is his, uh, his uh, stance was so, uh, and it's been talked over and over and over again, so I'm beating a dead horse, but he had his legs so close together. Um, when he was throwing the football, um, you know, and he, he wasn't able to put as much power into it as, as maybe a wider stance, more athletic position, but he's fixed that um, pretty much, pretty much completely in the NFL. Looks a lot better. looks a lot more natural now throwing the football than he did at Louisville uh, simply because he's done it for three, four more years now, um, you know, and uh, you know, people were talking about him being a, a receiver running back, but at the same time, you know, he's, he's been Baltimore's, leading rusher the last, you know, few years when he's on the field anyhow. Um, so, you know, he, he gives you that value of being a dynamic passer and rusher. And that's something that uh, pretty much only him and Kyler Murray can do for you on this list. Uh, and and Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, it, it, at one point in time, we could have said, uh, we could have said Russell Wilson, but I think that we're mostly past the Russell Wilson running days. Um, yeah, so Russ is Russ, letting Russ cook is going to be a little bit slower in Denver than it was in yeah, Seattle. So I am Lamar at nine, but uh, my number five is Justin Herbert. Um, you know, we've seen uh, two seasons of Herbert now, and he's damn near led the NFL in passing yards and touchdowns both years. Uh, you know, from a physical talent standpoint, it's it's him, Allen, and Mahomes. They're they're really the only three that uh, that can go toe to toe with each other. Um, you know, Allen and Allen and and Herbert are a little bit bigger, but they all have incredible generational arm talent. And I use that term uh, literally, um, even though it's not as generational because these three dudes have come out in, in succession almost. But uh, you know, they're they're everything you could want in an NFL quarterback. Uh, as a coach, these guys are a wet dream. Um, you know, they can throw the ball 100 miles an hour. Um, Herbert is is also a fantastic dude. You know, he doesn't have that swagger or moxie that Burrow does. He's, uh, you know, more a little more of an introvert, um, you know, kind of hiding behind the scenes, uh, doing his thing. Not, not dissimilar to Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he's not as notary of a name, uh, although he probably will be here soon. Um, but I fully expect him to be in the MVP conversation this year, especially if he does replicate the stats that he put up last year, because throwing for 5,000 yards in your second season uh, is, is nuts. And it's, uh, it's, you know, him, Marino and Mahomes uh, in that category, I believe. Um, so he's, he's, he's everything you could want in a, in a young NFL quarterback. You know, guys, it's important to uh, just to know going forward as we start, you know, as me and Daniel start really talking about, football football season as he gets closer um Daniel feels about Justin Herbert the way I feel about my child uh can do no wrong in his eyes so well, I'm not surprised you, you at all feel, that you you feel more strongly about Joe Burrow than you do your your, your child so well I didn't put Burrow in my top five come on now all yeah. right so when he throws right, for 5,000 so I'll put him in there for uh when Justin Herbert wins playoff games okay sorry okay off a different that's a different episode uh Trevor and, Lawrence uh, will never be good in your eyes. Then. <laughs> and, uh, ain't that unfortunate? All right, everybody. Well, that's been another episode. Uh, 
Number four, I have Tom Brady, um, the best to ever do it at the quarterback position. That's the lowest he's ever been since 1999. <laughs> uh, I have Tom Brady at four. Uh, you know, like I said, he's the best to ever do it in the NFL at the quarterback position. Obviously not the most talented, um, but he is the best. When you talk about winners in professional sports, uh, when you talk about Kobe Bryant, you know, when you talk about Michael Jordan, when you talk about guys that just win when it matters, uh, you know, you talk about Tom Brady, uh, and I have him four. Um, you know, he's he's he is starting to slow down a little bit. Look, I'm not diminishing how great he still is, but you saw in the playoffs last year, he's still able to compete with anyone. Um, but the Rams were able to get the better of them, you know, in Tampa. Uh, so it's it, it's it's evident that. Tom is on the backslide of his career, but Tom can still beat anybody. It takes uh, Tom a can Super Bowl go, team to beat this dude. Yeah. Like, when you, you if you go back and look at Tom Brady's career, uh, when he loses in the playoffs, it's not usually to a slouch. It's usually to the team that either goes and wins it or he loses in the Super Bowl <laughs> to the team that wins it. Uh, so, uh, I have Tom Brady number four. I think he's – He's still going to be a force to be reckoned with until the day he actually decides to hang it up. Yeah, I've got Aaron Rodgers number four. Um, you know, him and Brady, you can kind of pair in the in, in, in a similar mold. Um, you know, Rodgers is a guy. You know, he's as, 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 as talented as pretty much anybody on this list, and uh, he throws the most beautiful back shoulder pass ever. Uh, but you know, he's a guy that's been really successful in Green Bay. Um, you could argue he's a top three, five quarterback in NFL history. Um, you know, he, he certainly throws one of the most beautiful balls. Um, but it's kind of similar to what you said about Brady this past – in the playoffs, he, he really struggled in Lambeau against, uh, against that San Francisco team. Um, you know, him and Jimmy – I'm not comparing him to Jimmy G. Well, I am, but not, not in the same uh, realm. But uh, both him and G, uh, Jimmy G both struggled in that playoff game, and, and ultimately the 49ers ended up winning the game. But, you know, he uh, – you know, they lost Devonta Adams. Um, so we'll see what happens this year. Their receiving core is not great. Um, so they're really going to be, you know, there's, there's, they're putting a lot on Aaron Rodgers back this year and, and we'll see how far he can take them. Um, you know, I think that they're uh, definitely worse than they have been in the last couple of years. Um, but, uh, you know, if you get Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, you can beat anyone. Um, you know, he's, he's one of, if not, the, he's one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history. So he's, he's at number four. I'm just interested to see what Green Bay can do with him this year because they, they're a lot weaker, uh, especially at weapons than they have been. Yeah, you got to put that, uh, that San Francisco Green Bay playoff game in the uh, Bills Jags category. I mean, if ugly. you like defense and special teams, then that's for you, but it was an ugly one. Um, I have Aaron Rodgers number three. Uh, you know, obviously, for every reason you just said why you have him, you know, four. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is an incredibly special talent. Um, he's kind of another guy, like, similar to Brady in a way that he's kind of brash. He's a little bit abrasive. Uh, you know, he's not beloved by a lot of people outside of the Green Bay uh, area. Um, but he gets it done. Uh, you know, he's another guy that when you talk about just guys that win. Now, he hasn't won – a ton at the highest level, uh, but, you know, he, he's a winner. Uh, you know, he's he's not sunshine and rainbows. He's not a guy that's – he's not like a Peyton Manning who, like, you know, when Peyton Manning was super good, he was still loved by everyone because of his personality and stuff. Like, Rodgers is a little bit more 
you know, no BS it's, type guy. It's interesting. Uh, the last like couple years of his career has been really strange and only gets stranger as the days go by. It seems like every week there's some new thing about Aaron Rodgers that everyone's like, what? Well, now we, now we finally got his first tattoo today. And um, I don't think Nostradamus could decode what that thing is supposed to mean. Uh, <laughs> do you remember AJ so, McCarron? Off topic, but do you remember AJ McCarron's tattoos? I do not. I just remember AJ McCarron's very attractive wife. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember about him is him beating LSU and having a good-looking wife. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but I, I have Brady three. I, I don't know what you guys want me to say about Brady that hasn't been said by everyone on planet Earth. Um, you know, the dudes one of the greatest athletes of all time, one of the most productive athletes of all time. You look at the big three sports or big four sports, you know, it's like him, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and you know, Babe Ruth. It's, you know, it's a, he's, he's one of, if not the greatest at his uh, job in the world, um, you know, and he, he, you could argue he's the best NFL player ever. Um, he's, he's still as productive as ever. Statistically, he's only getting better somehow. Um so this this dude's uh, you know we'll see if he slows down this year, but uh, I'm not betting against this guy. All right, so we've reached the top two, and it's the same two, but I know already that our order has changed. Uh, we did not know. Yeah. Uh, we only knew about three or four of each other's uh, list uh, before we started this. So we knew where Trevor Lawrence was. Um, and then we discussed some random guys. Um, but then we, we did discuss the top two. And we know that we have them in a different order. So if you want to go with two. So uh, I'm going against the grain. I have Patrick Mahomes number two. I love it. I do not, I do not have him one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, what else can you say? He's, he's incredible. Uh, you know, he's incredibly talented. Uh, he's innovative. Uh, he runs that offense better than I think anybody could. You know, arm talent for days, uh, athleticism. You know, even though running isn't like his go-to, he he's as good really as anybody as far as buying time, mm-hmm. uh, being able to make runs when he needs to. Um, he got into field goal range in 13 seconds, which still is the most incredible thing uh, that I've really one of the most incredible things I've ever seen on a football field. And I've seen a lot of football at every against, level against the best defense in the NFL. Yep, uh, Jaguars beat them. Uh, but somehow, somehow <laughs> I was at that but, game. I, I still have, but you know, Patty Mahomes, is, he's just, Oh, sorry. You just was calling Patty. His mom gets mad. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Does his mom care? gets mad. If you call him Patty, I think, oh. uh, that's like, I think known out there in the Twitter version. So, <laughs> uh, but, uh, Patrick Mahomes is, you know, is incredible. He comes from, you know, a career in college where they weren't very good <laughs> with him at quarterback at Texas Tech. They threw um, it all over it, the damn park. Yeah, ever since he came into the NFL, he, he's he's lit up the league. He became the the face of the NFL really fast, um, and I think he's only going to continue to do great. Now, granted, they lost Tyreek Hill. You know, it's just the it's the fact of it. That's going to be tough to uh, bounce back from. Um, the guys they signed to replace him, I don't think, still equal him. And that roster is not as good as you know the Bills or the or the Rams. Maybe it's uh, yeah. Well, and they lost Tyron. They lost Tyron Matthew on the defensive side, mm-hmm. which is another one that's going to hurt them. Um, but so I have Patrick Mahomes uh, at number two. Yeah, and I, I I love who you have number one. You know, everyone's probably figured it out by now. Um, 
and I have I have Josh Allen at number two. But uh, you know, watching Pat Mahomes is is uh, you know like opening opening a mystery pack every day. It's like what what am I going to witness today? that I've never seen anyone do on the football field. It's, it's almost, uh, you know, and he gets compared a lot to this guy, but it's, it's Brett Farvish in that sense where, um, you know, it, it appears to the naked eye that this dude has no method to the madness and he's just out there running with a football and, and making all these crazy throws. And then it works out every single time almost, um, you know, he's, he's a little more reckless than most quarterbacks, but it's that sense of, uh, controlled chaos almost um you know every day it's what's this guy going to do today that we have never seen before left-handed passes underhand passes uh running 30 yards behind the line of scrimmage and throwing it up in the air and Travis Kelsey brings it down it's uh you know he's a he's a joy to watch and he's a guy that I will cherish and uh and be grateful for and respectful of, of my time watching him because it truly is some of the best football and sports that you'll see. All right. Josh what Allen. Got? I have Josh Allen number two. I just went over Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is my number one. Um, you know, it's uh, watching that AFC championship game. I believe is the AFC championship game. Or was it a divisional? That was divisional. It was divisional. Um, Watching that AFC cha- uh, division game was quite possibly the greatest NFL game that I have seen live. That was fantastic. Um, you know, it, it was th- these dudes uh, were going down the field 80 yards in 14 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, um, just b- both making tremendous passes and. Uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for Josh Allen because I, I really didn't like him coming out of Wyoming. And, and really, uh, NFL draft uh, content creators in general were really low on, on Josh Allen. And many thought that he'd bust out simply because he was very volatile and inconsistent and inaccurate at Wyoming. Um, but he's, he's really figured it out in, in Buffalo. And I'm re- I couldn't be happier for him. Dude seems like an awesome guy. Um, you know, he's got all the talent in the world. I think he, he's going to be a top two quarterback for the next decade. Um, and he, he, and you have a lot of reason, uh, to put him at number one and and I almost did it myself. Yeah. So, uh, you know, cats out of the bag, like you said, I I have have Josh Allen number one, um, and not, not our Josh Allen, even though I love him too. Uh, you know, when I was making this list, it's really easy, like we talked about all fair, you know, it's really easy to pick your bottom five QBs. <laughs> uh, and it's really easy to pick your top five QBs. Um, but, a bit more difficult, but. but then the order gets difficult. Um, I put Josh Allen one because if I was drafting a team in 2022, just for this season, that's the guy I would have taken one. Um, I think he does everything. Uh, his athleticism is so underrated. Like the fact that dude can take off with it and run. Wasn't it his um, rookie season where he ran over like six Jaguar players for a touchdown? Yeah, he's and he's physical. Like he's a big bodied kid, and his story is unbelievable. You know, Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, goes to Texas Tech. Kyler Murray wins the Heisman at Oklahoma. Lamar Jackson wins the Heisman at Louisville. You know, Tom Brady played at Michigan. You know, all this stuff. Like nobody wanted Josh Allen. Like, Josh Allen was not recruited in high school. 
He gets a barely gets a shot to go to Wyoming. Uh, he goes to Wyoming, earns the right to be a, a first-round pick. I'm sure most – a lot of people in draft world were just assuming bust because he played at Wyoming and he didn't have a ton of – he didn't have five stars by his name. Uh, but all he's done since the second he entered the league is improve, shut people improve, up. Improve. Yeah, and he's gotten better and better, and it's scary because the dude's, what, 25? Yeah. Um. It's it's scary, and as and as Tom Brady's seen, like Josh Allen could play for twenty years, like more, like another twenty years, um, and be really good for most of them. Like he just does everything you want to do. He's a big, solid body, um, can make any throw on the field. He's got a huge arm. Uh, athleticism is deceiving. Um, I think he's another guy who, even though he plays in Buffalo, and they're going to have to continue to prove, that, you know, that they can win big games. He's a winner. Like, it's not, it may not always be showing up on, you know, the box score and whether his team won or not. Now, granted, Buffalo's going to win a lot of games for the next decade with him at quarterback. But he just seems another guy that, like, he wins. Like, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, like these young next crop of quarterbacks, like, they're just their winners. And it's like a mentality shift that we hope Trevor Lawrence shares that mentality for all of our sakes. Um but I put Josh Allen one, and I had no hesitation doing it. I think it would have been, you know, the easy move to just put Pat one. Um, but I went with just how I feel this year, and, and I think Josh has earned the right, at least in my eyes, on my list, which, you know, he cares nothing about, um, to be the number one quarterback in the entire NFL heading into the season. I think he's the guy that gets Buffalo to finally have won a Super Bowl. Um, you and know, it wouldn't got, shock a soul. He's, he's got that talent. And he's, he's uh, you know, I was, uh, so I was, I was starting my NFL draft, uh, you know, scouting for, for this upcoming year, 2023. And I was watching Bryce Young at, at quarterback. And I mentioned this to, uh, we talked off air uh, about Bryce Young and, and what JC was asking, what, I, what, are, what were some issues that I saw with Bryce Young? And one of them was he's so easy to bring down in the pocket. Um, you know, Alabama uh, gave up a lot of sacks last year. And a lot of them are because Bryce Young drops too far in the pocket and he's 180 pounds uh, in 5'10". You know, I, I don't have any inherent uh, dislikening towards short quarterbacks, but when you're as easily – when you can be brought down as easily as he can, it, it's really difficult. And, and that's an area that I wanted to bring up with Josh Allen is it's, it's almost similar to the mold of – of like a big Ben where he's just massive and hard to bring down or Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles was someone that was very good at uh, escaping some, some very uh, what you consider, uh, you know, guaranteed sacks. Um, and uh, you know, Josh Allen's a guy that can throw the ball as well as anybody. He can run the ball as well as anybody not named Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson. And uh, he, he's a guy that's, that's, you know, as one of, one of the harder quarterbacks to bring down in the NFL there's not many weaknesses to his game. He is a little prone to uh, making some uh, non-wise decisions, but at the same time, you love him for that because he, he's also going to get you those big plays that you desire so much. Um, so I, I have no problem with you ranking Josh Allen one. I uh, wish nothing but the best for Josh Allen because I think his story, like you mentioned, is really cool. Uh, I think he's got a very, very, very bright future ahead. Um, and that's, that's why we both have him one and two as our quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, and I, and I think that, uh, 
one and two are interchangeable. I think Rodgers and Brady are interchangeable, depending on how your feelings about them at that three, four range. Um, I think you could debate Burrow and Herbert all day. You could talk about Kyler and Dak, you know, and Lamar. I just think it's a uh, – and Stafford for those, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten rolls. Uh, I think you can have a lot of fun with it. You could talk all day. Um, what I'll do now is, I'm, as you know, spontaneous, I'm going to put you on the spot, and we're, I think we should both answer this question. Um, what quarterback do you see making the biggest jump from right now on these rankings to next year? And who do you see slipping the most? So I'm going to start. I'm going to say that the biggest riser, not to be a homer, opportunity to be the biggest riser is Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he, he'd be up there for me. Uh, I'm taking a look at the list as I, because he put me on the spot, so I wasn't prepared for this question. <laughs> um, I'm really curious to see what Derek Carr does. Uh, you know, he's got Devonta Adams in Oakland. Or, I'm sorry, Las Vegas. Uh, beg my pardon. I'm still behind on that. Um, you know, Derek Carr's been been pretty consistent in the last few years. I'm curious if he takes that next jump and maybe works his way into to top ten conversation. Um, oh gosh, Jalen Hurts is another one. Um, you know, he he's a guy that that has come in and done a lot better than I think most people would have thought. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see Philly. Philly went from having uh, like what was it like a three and thirteen season or something to, to making the playoffs last year. Um, yeah, with a with a first year uh, coach and quarterback, with the um, best uh, I believe the best run game in the NFL. Yeah, so I, I think that there's a, there's a lot to look forward to there as Eagles fans, um, and then probably uh, Trevor Lawrence. I'd love I'd I'd love to sit here and pretend that I'm excited about Justin Fields' situation in Chicago, but I'm simply not. I love Fields coming out. I just I, it's hard for me to imagine him being successful next year. I still love uh, you know Justin Fields as the player, uh, and like I said, I feel really bad for his situation. Um, but I, I think Trevor to me is that guy that could shoot from. I have him at twenty. I think he could easily be 13-14 next year in that we do these rankings again. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, for me, the slide, I think there's actually a number of guys in the top ten that could take a slide this year. Um, I think that Rodgers without Devontae Adams, you know, I have him three. I think he won't go below six, but – I think he could slide to that six, seven range next year because I I wonder what will happen. But I think the guy that could slide out of that top ten is Kyler. Um, and, you know, I have him right at 10, um, but with the weapons around him with DeAndre Hopkins, with Zach Ertz, I think if he doesn't perform, if he doesn't go win a playoff game this year, I think you'll probably slide him back to that 12, 13, maybe even 14 range. Same thing with Dak. I think Dak has the potential to slide out of that top 10 also if he doesn't start matching the investment put into him. Um, Ballers. I don't see. I, I guess I don't. I don't see uh, quite as many as you do. Um, not nothing huge, anyhow. Uh, of guys falling, you know, like five, six spots. Um, you know, I, me- I mentioned Joe Burrow earlier. Uh, I, I don't think it'd be a talent thing. I'd just be. I, I think it'd be an overall offense thing. Of them, you know, might not be putting up the numbers that, that maybe people are expecting them to replicate going into this year. Doesn't mean they're going to be bad. You know, you would like, you would like for them to, to be probably a little more consistent. They may be a better team and have less, uh, you know, 
wild, uh, unimaginable stats. Um, you know, we'll see what they can get going with uh, with Joe Mixon. I I think Joe Mixon's a really good running back. Uh, we'll see if they they move away from that explosive offense or if they try to replicate that. And it would be uh, I would be shocked if they're able to do that. Um, but I, I still expect them to make the playoffs. Uh, so I, I don't see Joe Burrow falling much lower than what I have him at. Um, Russell Wilson. I, 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 was, I was just I was just about to mention Russ as a guy that I think could could slide to that middle tier. I already have him, so I, I'd like to mention that I have a a very wide gap between eleven and twelve between Russell Wilson and Derek Carr. It's not like unimaginable, but unimaginable. But you know, um, Russell Wilson's a guy that we haven't seen be Russell Wilson in, in a couple of years. They really struggle in Seattle. Uh, obviously he put up huge numbers with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and, uh, and he's got a really good team in Denver. I'm just curious how well they do in that division. That division is tough. tough. That division be real is tough. tough. You know, they lost Noah Fant in the trade. Um, we'll see, we'll see how Russell Wilson meshes into Denver. Um, you know, Nathaniel Hackett is a guy that is fairly innovative in the NFL. Um, so if he can get – he may be able to turn uh, Russell Wilson's career around a little bit because the guys that have been in city at Seattle are, uh, you know, we, we have firsthand knowledge of it uh, with Daryl Bevel. But, uh, but yeah, uh, Russell Wilson, I don't think he'd go lower than 11, but I think if he stays at 11, it, it'd be pretty disappointing. Yeah, and I think I – think, uh... What's crazy about that AFC West this year is the last placed team in the AFC West this year would probably win the AFC South. Oh yeah. Would, would probably win the NFC East. Uh, would have a chance to win the NFC South. Would have a chance to win the NFC North. Um, like so, whoever finishes last in that division is going to be like a damn good football all, team. All four teams may make the playoffs. It's possible because of you know, the new setup, it's very possible that it could be three division winners and in the AFC West as your seven teams that make the playoffs. That's very bad for the Jaguars. Well, not that, not that I think we're going to be playoff contenders this year. but you If know. the Jaguars win seven games, I'll stay by it. You've got to give Doug Peterson coach of the year. I think you have to. And if you don't, then I'm going to, be, I'm going to fly to NFL offices. I'm going to stand outside the front door with a sign that says just boo in big letters and I'm going to hold it up for uh, days because, you know, and I think the work is being done to turn the Jaguars into a, I'm not using the word contenders because I'm just not, not yet. I just want to be competitive. Um, Like a, a respected NFL franchise is very much in our grasp starting this year. Um, I think when teams play us this year, it's not going to be like it has been the last years. I think you're going to. I think when we lose games, teams are going to walk off the field having beaten us to go in like, damn, that's a good football team, and, or that's going to be a good football team. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, and that all that, God bless him. That's it, basically all on Trevor's shoulders. I, I just want to make him sweat a little bit. Yeah, I want to be in the mid fourth quarter. I want to be in one possession games, and if we lose by two scores, then it is what it is. But you know, like. Uh, and I want to score more than nine points in a game. Uh, uh, before we get off here, I want to mention two more guys that I could see falling a little bit. Um, Matt Ryan uh, is a guy that we 
haven't he hasn't been Matt Ryan in a few years, and and God bless his situation in Atlanta because that's one of the worst NFL rosters in the NFL. Um, but uh, you know, I'd like to I'd like to he he could also be a riser for for that matter. We we just don't really know because Atlanta's situation, similarly to to Trevor and Jacksonville, has just been so bad that it's really hard to gauge how how productive and talented he is at this point in time in his career. Um, you know, if we get Matt Ryan from, from a few years ago in, in an Indy, I'm scared. Um, if we get Matt Ryan from Atlanta uh, last year and how productive they were, um, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be a much better situation than what they had with Wentz last year. The other guy, Ryan Tannehill, uh, I think the Titans are noticeably worse this year than they have been in the last five, six years. Um, you know, I mentioned last year that they, they finished first in the AFC South um, and, and he did pretty well, but at the same time, you know, uh, are you going to have Derrick Henry this year for a full season or, or is injuries uh, going to be something that plagues him as he gets older? Um, you know, they lost AJ Brown. Their offense isn't what it used to be. Uh, you know, they've got big questions at cornerback, you know, I mentioned on last last uh, the last pod that they have some guys that they like, some young guys, but they've been injured. Um, so we'll, we'll see exactly what uh, Tennessee brings to the table this year in the AFC South. Um, but uh, if I'm if I'm Ryan Tannehill, and you have the situation where you don't have AJ Brown, you may not have Derrick Henry if he gets injured. O line's not as good as it used to be. Defense isn't good as it used to be you may be in a situation where if they don't have a good start to the year, people are going to be starting, starting to yell for uh, Malik Willis in the stands. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. I think he's a guy that, uh, you know, I think he's a, he's a quality NFL starting quarterback. I'm just not sure uh, what's left for him to do in Tennessee and how much better he can get there. Yeah. I, I think we'll see Malik Willis start games this year. Um, I don't know if it's going to be from, I don't think it's, I don't know if it's going to be from, a benching. I don't know if it's going to be injury related, but like, don't at all be surprised if Malik starts three, four games. Uh, especially, you know, if you're the Titans, if you get to the, say you get to the end of the year and that AFC West is doing really well and it doesn't look, say the Colts have a good year with uh, Matt Ryan and it doesn't look like Tennessee is going to make the playoffs, say they're going to finish, you know, nine and eight or something along those lines and, and miss the playoffs. I wouldn't be shocked to see them start playing Malik in those last three, four games. Just to see what um, you got. Yeah, because, you know, in the NFL, it, it, it's not hard to get out under, from underneath bad contracts anymore in the NFL with uh, these different, you know, methods. To, I mean, we were out – we were gone from Nick Foles in one year. We had to pay him one year while he was in Chicago, and now, and now we're done. Um, so, I wouldn't be shocked at all if we see him. Um, you know, the Jaguars have not won in Tennessee. Can you tell me the last time the Jaguars beat the Titans in Tennessee? 13, maybe. It was 2013, November the 10th. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on the record right now and say that we beat the Titans this year God, in Tennessee. Um, Which means they'll probably I, thump us at home. I don't <laughs> care if they thump us at home. We beat them at home with Minshew a couple of years ago. I want to beat them in Tennessee, which even in 2017, when we were so good, we lost to the Titans twice. Yeah. Like, we got housed at home. We choked on the road. We lost a 15 to 10 game because Bortles was abysmal in that game. Um, you know, we couldn't score more than 10 freaking points. Uh, but we averaged yeah, 13 that, last year. <laughs> I think this is the year that we give a little bit, not a lot, because I think, you know, we've talked we've talked about this. We're in agreement. We're still gonna be pretty bad. 
I think this is the year that we give back a little comeuppance to the Titans, and we at least probably we, we snipe them once, maybe. Uh, that might mean giving up our uh, our home win to the Colts, maybe, as far as karma balances out. Uh, but I'll take it this year if we can beat we, the Titans, we especially beat late the in the year. We need we to play beat the Texas. yeah we play the Titans late in the season. We could potentially be spoiler uh, towards the end of the year with Tennessee this year. Yeah, especially um, if if you hope that Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence gets better as the season goes on. Yep, and, and I'm excited just to watch better football. Uh, you know, I think that uh, the NFL is is in a really good place with quarterback play, especially when you get to that, like, 15 and up range. You have some really talented guys, and then you have your elite guys in that top six, seven. Um, and I think Trevor has everything he needs to make the jump into the conversation of top half uh, by next year. Um, he certainly like has the talent. Him. Uh, he has the play caller. I think that'll benefit him most. He has a couple of what we would consider good tight ends, which is a quarterback's best friend. Um, he's got a situation with a running back where not many quarterbacks in the pros get to play with their college running back. So he gets uh, the familiarity there with Travis Etienne. Um, you know, I'm excited for it. And I'm, uh, I- I'm just excited to watch a-, a solid football team. I don't know if we're going to be good, man, but we're, we're going to be solid. I uh, yeah, you reminded me of Storm Johnson and Billy Bortles. <laughs> Sorry to bring up bad memories. Someone I thought remind- Storm Johnson. I thought Storm Johnson was going to be like a freaking stud. He was not the worst running back I've ever seen. Someone reminded Definitely me the not. other day that we signed Toby Gerhardt, and I had a heart attack. Uh, I, I four straight four straight carries in London on the goal line against <laughs> Buffalo, and he did not get in, dude. How do you not fall forward and get like just sneak it? You got a 6'5, 240 pound quarterback, or just throw the ball to Mercedes Lewis, who's bigger than everybody else. Well, we also had the same issue last year with uh, Trevor Lawrence, where they, they want to hand the ball back seven yards to Carlos Hyde, who runs like a 4'8 at this point in his career. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think that ideally you'd like to see Trevor Lawrence in that Matt Ryan. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins type situation up and up there in the, the you know the mid teens I think would be a, a good bounce bounce for him. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you're you're making me sad again. Bringing up like Toby Gerhard and oh, stuff God. like that. I was gonna end this pod on such a Jer- on such a happy note. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, end it on another bad note. Jared Odrick. But uh, I believe that's all we have for you today, unless JC's got something, uh, another spoiler for me. You got any more surprises? No, just uh, please stop talking about people like James Sample <laughs> and uh, Neil Sterling. <laughs> Nate Sterling. I don't even know his name. Neil, uh, you had it. Yeah, they like <laughs> – Look, hey, Trevor freaking Lawrence, Devin Lloyd, Trevon Walker. At least Trevor Chad Lawrence. Numa. Trevor Lawrence is at least someone that you can uh... – Luke Fortner. <laughs> Luke <laughs> Fortner is going to be a – dude, I'm talking about – hey, I'm telling you, five years from now when we say Brad Meester, when we say uh, – Brandon Linder. Brandon Linder, we're going to be saying freaking Luke Fortner, baby. Luke Fortner is going to be a dog. hope so. We'll see. Uh, how long we got? We got about a month now before football? Yeah. Uh, we have uh, – I think it's the, you know, obviously the Jaguars get yeah, to play get- in the first game. We get four preseason games. Yeah, we get the first game. We get to kick off the season. Lose uh, to the Raiders. End it, and end it when we make the Super Bowl. Uh, so, we get to kick off the season uh, against Vegas in a game that we're going to uh, win 
big, big. I cannot. I can't wait to see Jake Luton in the fourth quarter. Uh, dude, I tell you, look, J- Jake Luton, uh, Mike Glennon, Gardner Minshew. Whenever any of them is in Jacksonville, they should never pay for a beer because without them, we don't have Trevor Lawrence. Like I want anytime Jake Luton or Mike Glennon with his big neck walks into a bar in Jacksonville, Frank he needs Gore. to be. He needs to, yeah. Frank Gore should be in the pride of the Jaguars. <laughs> and Lambo, even though Lambo lied apparently, but we'll still put him in. <laughs> Dude, I don't. Yeah, Josh Lambo should be in the pride of the Jaguars. Frank Gore. Um, whoever hit record on their phone that night with Urban Meyer should be in the pride of the Jaguars. Uh, I'm retiring Frank Gore's number. Yeah, whoever wears 21, give it up. You're done. <laughs> Sorry, Tyson. Uh, I think it. I think it's uh, no. It's uh, no. Tyson's thirty-two. Yeah, twenty-one is one of the new guys. I think. I think it's. Oh, uh, it is. It is. I think it's Junior, maybe Gregory yeah. Junior, maybe. Yeah, I think so. All right, so I'm good. I, I have nothing else for this episode, uh, and I'm just uh, I'm excited, man. I think that uh, I think we're gonna be all right, man. I think we're gonna be all right. Hope so. I, I'm optimistic until I am optimistic till week three every year. Alrighty. Well, that's going to do us guys. We'll see you next time. And uh, as always, Duval till we pod.